Today's episode of Found Down is brought to you by Unwound Retreats. Unwound Retreats offers fun events and travel experiences for nurses locally and internationally. Founded by me, Nicole Johnson, ICU nurse and host of the Found Down podcast, I provide opportunities for nurses to practice self-care, learn, and travel together. These last two years have been brutal in healthcare, and why not give yourself the gift to unwind, learn, and grow? Previous guests have loved the experiences, especially because you can just show up and know that everything will be taken care of. Unwound Retreats is offering exciting and luxurious retreats in Morocco and Mexico. Go over to unwoundretreats.com and sign up to get on the email list so you can find out more. Welcome to the Found Down Podcast. This is a podcast of untold nursing stories that are sometimes hilarious, dark, insane, and anything in between. As a warning, this show is rated E and is mature in content. It often deals with the reality of life and death and how we as nurses intersect with that on a regular basis. If we laugh, it's not out of disrespect. We love what we do and have every intention of continuing to do so. With that, enjoy the show. Well, hello, and welcome to the Found Down Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Johnson, and oh my God, I'm so, so stoked. I can't even talk. I'm so stoked. I've got Al Saria on the show. He's also known as the ICU Merce, um, and I am just so excited to talk to him. He has a new podcast in the works called You Can't Make This Shift Up with Christian Letzinger. Also, that's the Red Beard RN, but um, you know, Al has this platform that he has been able to like air, like be the voice sometimes for us in this pandemic. And I think, you know, uh, what an interesting person to talk to. Um, I'm, we're, I'm a nice nurse. We're in the same sort of realm. Um, but, um, I wanted to bring him on the show to see how he got started and, and you know, how, how did he get into ICU nursing? And also where did IC, the ICU nurse come from? And does it feel weird to have a platform? And who knows? We'll talk about whatever, whatever else comes up before we yeah. do anything. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I feel great about this. This is good. How, you know what? I don't know. I ask every guest, like, how are you? Like, how are you really? How are you really? Oh man. Which, well, you don't have to, you can plead the yeah. fifth too. <laughs> oh no. I can tell you how I am. That's fine. Um, I am actually feeling pretty good. I I don't know. This is like the most like emotionally aware I've ever been in my life about so many things happening like around me or within me. Um, and just putting things into perspective about like what, I don't know, the past couple of years have, have been like for me and, you know, for all of us in healthcare, uh, everyone had, you know, a little difference, like, uh, I don't know, just perception of what happened to them. But yeah, for me, it's just been, it, it was rough and now it's fine. So, I mean, not completely fine, but there's so much progress that's happened to me. Just, I don't know, I've gone to therapy, um, take care of myself, um, sort of like put myself first in a lot of situations where I was just like self-abandoning. So now I'm like, feeling pretty good about the decisions that I'm making. And I'm like, okay, I feel good with that. You know, I can sit with that and feel proud of the progress I've made, which is really cool. That's something that I normally don't say or feel like. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. That's awesome. What do you think you, what do you, I know you said you're going to therapy. Um, Are you taking a break between your travel contracts? Like yeah. a long break to give back to yourself. Oh yeah. So my contract just finished a few days ago. Um, and they asked me to renew and I said, no, not, not right now. And I wanted to take either one or two months off. I'm like, I can afford it because, you know, travel nursing pays a lot mm-hmm. and, and I'm like pretty comfortable with that. So I'm like, no, I want to take some time off and, my life doesn't have to revolve around just keeping productivity up, you know? Yeah. So, so yeah, today is like day three of like not doing anything. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. I know. Just like running errands and like finishing stuff up here and there, whatever. Just, yeah, it's really, it's really sweet. 
I want to talk about a misnomer people have. Sometimes they're like, well, you only work like three days a week, but those three days are like 12 hour brutal shifts. Yeah. You can, I mean, you might be working balls to the wall like crazy for those 12 yes. hours. And then, so then you need like a day to recover. My God, you, absolutely. You know, and then you, then you have time. Then you, you know, after that, then you need the, you have the time to do right. your errands and stuff. And then it's time to go back. So, yeah. Did you, I mean, as an ICU nurse, they were offering us to come in an extra shift all the time during the like the worst months of the pandemic. And so many people took it because they were paying so much money and there was all, all these bonuses to like come in, at least where I was in Tucson. Um, and I was one of the few ones that said, no, like I'm here three days a week. That's what I'm hired to do. And any more is just more trauma that I don't really want to deal with. <laughs> no. Um, I wasn't one of those that like came in on an, for a fourth day and, and it was really interesting to see like the dynamics of like the people that were doing that and the looks that they would, they would give you or like just the, I don't know, Hmm. the attitudes about like, why are you not doing that too? Why are you not going the extra mile? Like we're all in this together. You know, it's like almost guilting you into self-abandoning like they were. Yeah, that's like a, um, yeah. sometimes they talk about it like a, I don't know, I don't really feel this way all the time, but sometimes it feels a little bit like an abusive relationship, yeah. where, you know, where you want to feel like, feel bad, you feel guilty, you have to go back, you know, no. you have to go to work, you don't want to let your colleagues down, you like, but like, if you don't, and you actually take care of yourself, which everyone says, take care of yourself, right? You have to take uh-huh. care of yourself. Yeah, it's just a, yeah, that's a weird yeah. dynamic. Um, yeah, not something that I ever took part of. Maybe I did it for like two weeks and then realized how bad that was and never again. So <laughs> they're doing like um, a lot of travel contracts. I'm sure you've been asked, like, will you do 48 hours a week? You know, they're like asking, you know, like 40. Yeah, because we've got travelers where we are, where it's there no. 48 hours a week, which is a lot. Can't. <laughs> a lot. Um, so how how did you get into ICU nursing? Yeah. Okay. How do I get in? Uh, so I was an LPN for a long time. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I, yeah. I was an Dude. LPN. Um, and then, I don't know. I wasn't, I, I think that I wasn't really happy with the level of challenges that I was putting myself through as an LPN. I was like, ah, oh, this is kind of easy. I'm doing primary care. I'm doing none, you know, nothing inpatient. Um, kind of like uninvolved stuff that I didn't have to deal with a lot. And when I went back to get my RN, I was like, you know what? It's time for me to actually do something that is hard just because I want to show myself that I can do this. I don't know. I went through a thing (laughs) and Yeah. yeah. And then the opportunity presented to apply for a new grad program at a hospital in Tucson um, and they told you like what three top units you wanted to apply to. And it said, ICU, OR and ED. And I was like, man, this is going to be really challenging. There's like 80 people applying to two positions in the ICU. Dude. I know. And I was one of the two that got in. I know. I was like, what? <laughs> like I interviewed very well. I, I prepared like crazy for that interview um, but anyway, yeah, so I got, I got into the ICU and I was like, you know what? And it was a cardiac ICU. So I was like fascinated by that stuff. Like just, I don't know, hemodynamics and yeah. the, whole, the whole thing. It was just mm-hmm. like really, really interesting. Um, just a whole new world for me that I didn't even get exposed to before. So that's how I ended up there. And then just like took ownership or like, that just, just really like pride, pride it, proud it prided myself uh, prouded yeah. myself what the hell took is pride. that took pride i took pride in myself i'm having a- yeah i don't yeah english what are words yeah um so i whatever the word is so you i put, did that you took like you owned your own practice you like got yeah. into it and yes yeah and i was like yes this is cool i want to learn all the things and like I eventually want to do ECMO and I don't know, just like all the CVIC stuff. And then the pandemic hit. <laughs> Wait, so, 
Where were you? How far into your ICU nursing were you when um, the pandemic hit? So I started in the ICU 2019 in July and I was off orientation in December of 2019. So I was taking care of my own mm-hmm. patients for three months. Okay. And then like, oh, you got to go to the ICU for COVID. <laughs> I'm like, wait. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So all my cardiac, all my cardiac training got delayed, postponed. Um, like any, any patients that were cardiac patients were being seen by just like the, I guess, really experienced CVICU nurses. And they were the ones that stayed there while everybody else went to COVID because that's all we had. It was just COVID. Oh God, because Arizona, because of Arizona. Because it's Arizona. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I can't even begin to imagine what that would be like. I mean, of course, we had nurses in the same situation, right? Um, but like mm-hmm. how like those ex- the extra challenge, like. So essentially you had learned a skill, you got it like, and then you had to go take care of a total, I mean, very Mickey population. Yeah. And then everybody died. (laughs) And then everybody died. Absolutely. Like, yeah, it was like no win. Like I was, I was using, um, I was used to seeing patients make it, you know, like, Oh, this is a heart patient. They just went through, um, open heart surgery. And now they're on, they're up on the chair at the end of your shift and we're D-lining, you know, we're taking out all the, they don't need. Um, and then two days later, they're not in the ICU anymore. They're like in some other cardiac unit and then they're home eventually. Right. So we were used to that like process and just seeing people get better. Um, and it was so rewarding. (laughs) And then, and then you go to like, okay, we're intubating grandma. And then you tell them like, you're in good hands. And then they don't say anything back because they're like freaked out. And then they, they, that was it. They never woke up. Yeah. They were dead a couple of weeks later, you know, or however long it was. And, and then you have to sit with that. Like, oh man, like we... You know, they never got to say anything at the end. They never got to talk to, you know, it's just like, what? And it was over and over and over and over and over again. It's like yeah. pretty bad. I'm thinking of that TikTok. Emotional damage. Emotional, emotional damage. damage. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, God, that is so heavy. Because I'm just going to back up and say, so at least for some of us, we had so I've done MICU most of my nursing career, like 13 years, right? I was MICU SICU, and then I was MICU, MICU Onc ICU. Um, so, you know, there was there were always people dying. I mean, we had a high mortality rate. Um, we have a higher mortality rate based on the patient population. But, like, I mean, it's hard. But in some ways, I'm used to it in some ways, you know? Like... Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, like, go into this place where, and in the beginning especially, people weren't making it. Mm-mm. I don't, oh, my God. No. So heavy. <laughs> that is so, yeah. Yeah, I know. And, you know, whenever I talk about, like, work uh, it, with my therapist, she's like, well, you know, is there anything that you want to talk about your job or whatever? I'm like. I'm like, I don't even know where to begin. Like what part of what happened do you even start with? And then she said something that I think is very true. She said, she said, you can't really work on trauma as you're still living it. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's like, I don't know. Imagine someone going through some like war, you can't send that person to therapy while they're still getting shot at. Right, right. They have to stop getting shot at to go to therapy afterwards. Right, right. Do you, let's, do you, do you think um, you're good now because 
things have chilled out from a pandemic situation. Has that made a difference? Yeah, that's made a difference. And I think, I think like work, like different like environmental stuff has also like affected how well I'm doing. Um, like I'm in a better city comparable to where I was. I'm happier here. I have a good support system. Um, I, ha- I don't know. I'm looking forward to different things in the future, like grad school. And so I'm like, my life outside of work is like, thankfully looking up mm-hmm. instead of where I was in Tucson, where inside the hospital and outside the hospital, I was miserable. <laughs> so it was like, yeah. And yeah, like you said, like the, the cases are going down. Um, yeah, but it still sucks when you see, I don't know, like unvaccinated people that are getting COVID and yeah. getting invaded. Yes. You're like, so it's, yeah, it's, it's so, it's annoying. It's frustrating. It's sad. And I don't know. I don't even know how to feel about it sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's like such a, it's just hard to like find not the compassion, but like the understanding or like maybe empathy to put yourself in their shoes. Cause you, you would, you would get vaccinated. You wouldn't have done that. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I agree with you. Um, it is, it is challenging. It, you know, when we, obviously we have still have COVID patients in our ICU. Um, Mm-hmm. most of them yeah I was actually thinking about it this morning like most of the people are either unvaccinated or they're immunosuppressed mm-hmm. and got it and some of those immunosuppressed people died because people didn't get vaccinated like that seems mm-hmm. so hard and as we go into this you yeah. know lifting of the mask mandates like the immunosuppressed are really going to be the ones that are yeah. going to get fucked in this situation oh yeah seen it seen it a, a handful of times already to like we had the patient that was vaccinated they knew that they were that if they got covid they would be very sick they they were aware of their risk and then a family member was or like a caregiver would come and not get vaccinated you know like someone that would come to the house to take care of them for whatever reason and they gave that person COVID and now they're in the hospital intubated, prone, paralyzed. And it's like so unfortunate because they did all the right stuff. You know, they took care of themselves, they yeah. isolated, they got their booster, the whole thing. But still, COVID is deadly, can be deadly to some people, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So we um, see that. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's not, yeah, it's not okay. I don't know. Um, (laughs) It's really hard. It's hard to find like, how do, how do I, okay, this is how I feel about it. How do I make myself feel better? (laughs) It's hard. It's so hard. And if like, we don't really, I don't know. And then we see that shit at work. Mm-hmm. And then we come home, we clock out, we go home and everything's what normal. <laughs> like, no, you know, there's like, we're carrying this shit around. I feel, you know? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's trauma, honestly. Yeah. Trauma. Yep. Yeah. So, Absolutely. um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, we're, we're, collectively as a profession, we're going to have to figure out how to metabolize some of this stuff because, um, you know, I, know. I wonder what it'll do. I don't know what it means like currently, but also like in the future for our profession, like, will will it build up enough that we will have another, you know how, like they said, like, Oh, all the older nurses are like getting ready to retire. So we're going to have a nursing shortage. Um, are we going to have another nurses shortage for not the, so not the old nurses that are retiring, but really the younger nurses that can't do this anymore. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I think so. I mean, we're seeing it now. We're we're like the, um, 
So our, I was talking to our nurse recruiter the other day and she is seeing like, you know, 200 less applicants than normal. Oh, interesting. For like, you know, cause they've got new consortiums coming mm-hmm. up and stuff. And so the pe- to people aren't applying. And I think people aren't applying because what, number one, younger folks who who aren't as traditionally tied down are like mm-hmm. I'm can make 5 to 7 5 to 9000 dollars a week I'm out of here I'm going to go make some money and I'm going to travel yeah. cuz I'm young and they're like I'm going to do that yeah and they're not applying to no. course staff positions and yeah I hear you I don't know I mean I don't know what the solution is I mean mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like what is the solution I think uh-huh. hospitals need to invest more in core staff. That's really what I think it is. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Like the, I guess the logistics of how hospitals make would you know, what's more financially sound as a, as a com- company. Right. Cause it seems like hiring um, travel nurses is financially sound to them. Cause they don't have to pay benefits and, do the 401k stuff and like match and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, train and all that, all those budgets that they have for different things for new hires. It's, it's a lot of money to bring someone on board. So instead they just like, all right, we'll just rotate through all these yeah. people, pay them more, the money that we're not spending and still save. But is that sustainable? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you bring up a really good point. I was just actually talking to a friend of mine today about that, about the benefits package that, like, mm-hmm. where I have, where I am, what they have. Yeah. I mean, it's really, I mean, it's a very l- nice benefit package, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it just looks different, I guess. It feels mm-hmm. different, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. No, I don't know. But a friend, a friend was saying that you know, like there were three priorities that whatever ANA, the American Nursing Association, oh yeah, or whatever they're getting together to say like what are the most important priorities for nursing right now and mm-hmm. um, what was it like well well being, um, emotional well being was the top priority yeah. of the nurses. Huh. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. It does feel like, you know, I mean, a lot of people have left. A lot of people are going to continue to leave currently because they're just like, I'm done. I can't. And, mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. Just we do have to take care of ourselves. I'm happy that you're in a good spot. Yeah. Me too. I don't know. It, it feels like there's still, there's still that like, whatever similarity sim- similarity to survivor's guilt there is mm-hmm. for doing okay and the other people not doing okay. Like I yeah. have that, you know, I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Why am I the one that's like, well, I mean, I know that I am, I deserve good things, you know, like yes. I, I see that. <laughs> you deserve uh, happiness. You deserve yeah, but I'm also good. like, I also feel like, ah, shit, there's so many other nurses that I know that don't have their shit together, like emotionally or whatever. And for whatever reasons it may be, I don't know. They didn't give themselves the opportunity. They're like super fucking depressed. They can't even get out of bed or they, I don't know, whatever it is. But it's like, why did I, how did I surpass that in one way or another versus other people that didn't or aren't advocating for themselves? So I don't know. I think about that too, but Mm -hmm. I can't. I don't know. Can't feel bad about everything. No, no, that's yeah. not, that's <laughs> not sustainable. No, I don't know that. I mean, there is a lot of stuff to feel yeah. bad about in the world. Yeah. Um, but I like, I am in on my account and I think I'm like taking this sort of turn in my account where like, I want to talk more about mental health and, the feedback that I'm getting is really, really good. It's like people sending me these messages like, Hey, Al, I want to thank you because the, the more you talked about your own journey with mental health and taking Lexapro and all these things has actually made me want to seek that out. And 
like go against what my family um st- you know it's all like a stigma thing St- like stigma yeah stigma yeah um they don't believe in that i grew up not believing in that but now i'm like advocating for myself and i'm going and i'm going to therapy and i wanted to thank you for that and i'm like cool like yes so tell your friends you know <laughs> like we all need to do that um so yeah and pretty soon in the future i'm like partnering up with this um I, I don't want to say the details yes, yet. Right. I, yeah. But there is going to be a product out there that basically will be um, all the sales of that product will go towards a um, mental health for healthcare workers initiative. I know. Um, so that that's, that's where I'm going with like my account sort of like, yeah, there's like ICU stuff. There's current events. There's silly, stupid shit and mental health as well is like a bigger thing, which is also where I'm going with my like career um, path with I'm, I'm applying to grad school for psych psychiatric nurse practitioner. So, oh, my God, that is awesome. Yeah. So I'm like really uh, like all of a sudden just like just became like sort of like really in, important to me, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, I mean, OK, so I. Uh, I had a couple of people on my podcast a couple of weeks ago and they, one of the ladies on the show was referencing a, a research article that said essentially 74 to 77% of healthcare workers are s- struggling with a diagnosable thing like anxiety, mm-hmm. depression, mm-hmm. PTSD, insomnia. Yeah. Um, so uh, what was the percentage? Like 74 to 77. So that's all of us, essentially. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. you know, um, so most of us are struggling. Mm-hmm. And I think the more that you can talk about it, I mean, I saw your post about your Lexpro. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, that's yeah. so awesome. I mean, <laughs> you're, I also think that's awesome because you're a man and there's just like mm-hmm. a, a harder stigma worst stigma for men to talk about yeah. their mental health and their feelings and mm-hmm. how their emotional emotional yeah, being for sure so um it's all this like you have to be strong you have to be this and like any sign of emotionality is not stoic it's not manly yeah I'm like what like what do you mean like that's so dumb i don't know it, it's like what i grew up with because that's how my dad was um but no no more <laughs> that's great yeah. Um, I want, can we talk about how, how did you start the IC immerse? Like, were you yeah. like, uh, I don't know. Like, what would yeah. you remember? I mean, the oh, day, yeah. oh, like you were like, Oh, dude. Yeah. I was in Tucson and I was, I think, okay. I was a new grad completely out of right, right out of school. And I, I think it was like October of 2019 so I was like a few months into my new grad program, um, learning all the CVICU stuff. And I remember that my, like what I felt as a new grad was there's so much uncertainty when you're new, right? And you're afraid of everything and, and, and you didn't really know, I don't know where to go for support other than like, I don't know, um, connecting with accounts that had like meme contents, that were all kind of funny and referenced a lot of like the new grad struggles. Um, And that was awesome. Right. So I wanted to create an account that was for, for me to support other new grads um, and anyone who wanted it really like to talk about how they're feeling um, as a new, as a new nurse um, or in a new specialty, whatever, whatever their anxieties were. Um, just to like kind of open up the dialogue that like, hey, you're not alone. Yeah, it sucks. Mm-hmm. But this is what I did to make things better for me or whatever. And that was that was it. That was the the whole thing. I had 400 followers, which were just like acquaintances from nursing school and like whatever, you know, little accounts here and there. Um, and then that was it at the beginning. But then... I made a post about COVID that went viral in June of 2020. And then I gained like a chunk of (laughs) 
followers like in four days or three days. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. And it was no longer that just one little or one thing that I was talking about. I mean, yeah, that I still want to support other people and stuff, but definitely it was all about COVID at that time when, when I made that post that went viral and yeah. And now here I am. It was kind what? of accidental. <laughs> I'm like, Oh my God, I could probably find it. The, uh, the one that went viral. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, it's a little vial of Vecuronium, June of 2020. Mm. Unless it was flagged and taken down, but I don't think so. I think mm. it's still there. Um, but yeah, it was an interesting time. Yeah, I mean, that, I think that was the beginning of, um, you know what? And I, and I think for a lot of us, it was like, we're going to tell you how it really is, actually. Yeah. We're going to fucking tell you. How yeah, no one like, knew, right? Nobody we didn't knew. Have, yeah, here it is. June 28th, 2020, 402,000 likes. And it was shared, I don't know, some tens of thousand times. Whoa. Yeah. Um. All I know is that Bill Nye, the science guy, liked my post. Oh, I see it. I liked it. Oh, cool. <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So I made that post talking about what it is like in the COVID ICU and what patients go through. And it was all in plain, simple English, no medical terms, whatever. And it just took off. And I was like, this is exactly what we do. This is none of that was a lie. But then. Yeah. So so it's like, OK, like, yeah, COVID is fucking scary. I don't want to be in the hospital it's like creating awareness of how shitty things actually are. Mm-hmm. So don't downplay it. Don't minimize it. Don't think that wearing a mask is useless. And that's where more things morphed from my account into like the wear a mask asshole thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. So it's been a journey. <laughs> yeah. Your account, I think, is so, it's real. It's so funny sometimes. It's dark also. You've had, um, you had a very, very touching post. I think I read it and then I cried. I cried. You know, I'm sure you probably, it was like the one with all the pictures of the people's, what they wrote right before they got intubated. Either intubated or like when they were. On the whiteboards. On the whiteboards. Yeah. I was like, oh. That is, I know, I know. Uh, it's it's you rough. Look like you look like my son. Ugh, that that one killed me. I was <laughs> because like, that lady that wrote that, um, she didn't make it. She what she had been like intubated for a long time and then tricked and then sort of like. ICU delirium for a while and then kidney failure and then dialysis and just, just really, really shitty um, prognosis. And when she wrote that you look like my son was sort of like uh, almost at the end of her, you know, Mm -hmm. stay. Um, Yeah. It's, it sucks. It's, it's so unfortunate. Yeah, I think- what do I what do I say to that? You know, I don't right. even like I. Yeah, I don't know, but your heart. You, oh. Yeah, you just feel you can't. There's just no you have to feel it. You know, like. Yeah, I. So like other times, like I speak Spanish, and I was like the only Spanish speaker in the unit. So I was the one translating for some man that only speaks Spanish that needed to be intubated. And he's like, am I going to live, you know, talking to me in Spanish? And I'm the one that's like telling him, I don't know, because <laughs> I can't offer, you know, reassurance to something that I don't know about. Right. And it's like, yeah. fuck, like, why me? You know, why us? Why this? Why everything? Yeah. 
Yeah. And then that person didn't live either. So God, it's just, you know, so many stories that like, I don't even remember all of them anymore. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. maybe I'll remember them eventually when I like start talking about it in therapy. (laughs) I don't know. I was just thinking yesterday, like, what if I get older and I'm, I have dementia and then I think somehow all these stories come up in my brain when I'm like, Oh, right. Like you, like, like you unlock, I know the door with all the stuff in there. Yeah. I don't cause it's in there. I know it's gotta be in there somewhere. Uh, Um, I know there's like really good, like, um, therapies, like different modalities, like EMDR. You heard of that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I've never done it. I'm waiting to be heavily traumatized <laughs> before I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I actually just started thinking about that recently. Cause like that's, you can, I don't know. It's, it's kind of interesting. You can reframe the way that you look at. Yeah. Trauma. Past it, past events. Yeah. 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 It's cool. So yeah. maybe that's what we'll need to do at some point. Right. And I'll see you there in the waiting office for your yeah. That's exactly right. <laughs> um, th- th- I just want your um, wear a mask ass- asshole stuff. Did you, yeah. did you had merch there for a minute, didn't you? Did you have, do you still have that? I have like 300 shirts left. Oh, I went to your link right now. Do you to- want one? Yes. <laughs> I'll I'll one. Fucking- oh my God. <laughs> well, I'm going to send you a hat. My, pod- my oh, podcast. Perfect. Uh, um yeah the um you have you have like a really cool you know aesthetic like Thanks. um anyway yeah i went i went to a designer or sorry a, an illustrator that designed or illustrated whatever um artwork for my favorite bands like all these heavy metal bands that i enjoy like ghost and slayer and mastodon and metallica like big names right and um and i messaged the guy i was like hey i'm a nurse in seattle or sorry in tucson and i'm doing this thing this campaign to like you know whatever wear a mask asshole and i wanted you to do something um and i it was the shot in the dark i didn't know if he was gonna reply because like i don't know he's like a big deal you know and he's yeah. like oh my god yes like he, and he lives in poland what yeah and uh, he's like, yeah, just PayPal me, whatever, you know, the, the, yeah. the deposit. And then I was like, all right, I, I hope you don't just like, like, you know, shaft me, like however right. many dollars right. I was sending. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But no, he, he did great. And it was like, I was like, yes, this looks like a heavy metal t-shirt, <laughs> you know, like yeah. design. And I yeah. love it. It's so fun. Yeah. It's so cool. So cool. Um, I want to just, so you, I, you're a musician. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You play, I see you play sometimes on your yeah, social media. Um, is that, this is a dumb question. No. Is it, is, is that a good outlet for you? Like, Oh yeah. Maybe? Yes. Yeah. 100%. I, I sometimes forget that it's a good outlet until I start playing and then I just get caught up in that world or whatever I'm doing. And it's just like fun. And then hours pass and I'm like, Oh, I nailed a song that I thought I could nail or I, whatever. I listen to this little part. I, I don't know. It's just like all these different things that music brings out to me that um, it's so enjoyable. So I just forget to do it sometimes, but, mm-hmm. but like right now I have my guitar. <gasps> Oh, <laughs> like right there. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I was just playing yesterday, last night. So, yeah. I was like, was that an acoustic? Or that was that, your mouth? Yeah. No, yeah, I heard this. Yeah, that could be acoustic. acoustic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have an electric in the case, but it's kind of yeah. fun. Yeah. <laughs> fun. And I'm, this, is, this is also a weird question. Are you in any bands right now? Are you, no. Do you and Christian play? Okay. No, he's playing play- though. Yeah. He can sing too. So yeah. we should do something, but we haven't. Um, yeah, that would have been fun. Actually, we recorded the intro to our podcast together. 
Oh my god, it is so funny too. Um, it it talks all about the stupid shit that happens in the hospitals, like I don't know, like like a resident giving you the look, and then now you're like banging him in a supply room, stuff like. That. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's. Uh, I'm trying to find the podcast audio, podcast intro song. I'll send it to you, but it's so funny. Cannot wait to hear it. Uh, so yeah, we recorded this. I don't know if you can tell. Yeah. That's him. This podcast may also contain stories that revolve around the subject matter of mental illness and alcohol or drug abuse. If you or a loved one are struggling with addiction or your mental health, please visit the link in our Instagram bio for a list of possible resources to utilize. All stories were submitted anonymously under the assumption that all patient identifiers have been changed. Thank you and enjoy. Anyway, I'll send you the. Oh my God, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. There's a whole little song after that little intro. Yeah, I'm really oh, excited for it. So you're, so you guys, and you're also like, is bromance even a thing? Do the people say that anymore? Yeah, yeah bromance. Yeah. So you and Christian are yeah, we're friends. so gay for each other. Yeah. <laughs> you I guys know. are, yeah. So um, you're starting up, you're, well, you've started the podcast. It's mm-hmm. just not released right now. Mm-hmm. Um, who came up with that? Like, I want to know. Um, that, was, that was his idea to do the podcast. Um, and I said, yes, like, that sounds amazing. I didn't think anything would happen because I don't know. We're like, eh, maybe we're just talking about shit and not yeah. really, you know? Um, but then he had a travel contract in Seattle or close Tacoma. And then we, we said like, all right, we'll do it. We did it. And then we recorded a few episodes and the, the more we recorded episodes and maybe this is your experience as a podcaster too, you just get more comfortable talking and yeah. at first you're like kind of choppy, kind of like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So it got better and better. And I feel like it's, it's, it's just so fun. It's been so fun. I, I, um, I bet it's so funny. Cause this, you, you, you can't make this shift up. You can't make this shit up. And, <laughs> no. it happened, and, and I'm sure in people, and the, what's nice is some people submitted stuff to you, right? Oh, yeah. We have an email that people will send us stories. That's great. And yeah. then you can just change all of the HPI. Yeah. The identifying. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, try to, we try for them to do it. Like whoever is sending it, just ch- change the pronouns. Don't tell us where it is. Don't give us any names. Yeah. Um, and then we have to kind of like make sure that it's not super specific that ended up in the news somewhere, you know, <laughs> like we, yeah, because then you we're going to be taught. Yeah. It's, it's kind of, it could be a little, a little bit like privacy stuff. Like we don't want to know about, I don't know, something that's like highly known. And then like, you're the nurse that took care of them. Like that's fucked up. You know, don't tell us that. Oh, right. Yeah. Like when Michael Jordan was in the hospital. No, oh, I, I, no, I don't know. No, I'm making that up. But like, if it was like a celebrity and the nurse was like yeah. taking care of him, you know? Right. Right. Like OJ was in the hospital. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. Like somebody yeah. um, famous, but yeah. Yeah. You, you right. want to have them talk about that. Cause then you, you could get in trouble. Right. Like, like people could get in trouble. We don't yeah. want, you probably don't want people getting in trouble. No, 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 no. I don't. So, and I don't, I don't know if we're just being very careful with it. Plus like Christian has all these, like, I don't know, he's working on like sponsorships with like, I mean, he has figs. Right. Right. Um, And it seems like, I don't know, he's, he's more into that, like sort of content and whatnot. And I don't want him to just get shafted out of figs. Yeah. <laughs> That's a cool thing to be with, you know, like an ambassador for that brand. So Oh right. If they're like, yeah. oh, if you don't like what you're up to. Oh. Right. And I, I talked to him about the content on a podcast. I was like, dude, like we're gonna be talking about some fucking crazy shit. And I'm like, Are you are you sure you wanna do this? Cause like, I don't know, like you have you have other people that are I don't know, you have a sponsorship with figs. Like, are they you know, like, do you need to be more, what's Careful. the word? Cautious. Cautious. Uh, 
curve what's the word the cor- correct political correctness or some shit i don't know you know what i mean no yeah. mm-hmm. um yeah. i don't know there's a there's a word for it but do you need to be more that <laughs> cautious and and he was like no it's fine like you know they don't own me i don't know <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 well and you you know you could get other sponsors for your podcast you know yeah i mean once it releases i i hope um, I mean, you, between I mean, yeah, between you and Christian, you have a huge, huge fan base. You know, yeah. like that's yeah, forty five, forty five thousand people. Yeah, you're right. We could, you know? yeah, we can make something happen for sure. So we, I just, yeah, I, I feel like I have to give ourselves the credit, and like, I still think like, eh, it's just a little podcast project but what if it actually turns out into something really cool and we have like um katie duke mm-hmm. she wants to be she wants to invite us on her podcast yes and i feel like that'll be great you know to just like be i don't know more heard and known and whatever so yeah. i don't know there's there's possibilities out there we just have to like go go try try them out yeah and yeah. we'll have to see if our podcast material is even interesting Oh, I'm sure it will be. I mean, if you're talking nursing stories, like nurses love nursing stories. And then I'll call them tourists, like people who aren't in the medical world. They like nursing stories too. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I know. Um, Everybody loves a nursing story. Yeah. And sometimes it isn't, it isn't even like nursing stories. We just talk about funny content that like was mentioned in my account or oh funny yeah <laughs> well, like, i can only imagine yeah yeah yes yeah. So it's really fun it's really cool um then he tried he oh my god there's an episode that he made me read this bogus story that he wrote he i didn't know this and it was supposed to be this like crazy long um story about a nurse sending something about whatever happened in their hospital. So I'm reading the story and my eyes are on the computer, just like reading. Meanwhile, he's on the couch next to me or on the, on the chair next to me, putting in an NG tube in his nose <laughs> and like gagging. And oh my God. You're like, what? I was like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, what? Is, what? He's like, keep reading, keep reading the story. Oh my so, God. <laughs> like, this is the weirdest thing oh my god um, i love it i know so it's some random ass shit on there too so yeah funny. i can't wait i can't that wait is- for that to come out it's so funny that is so funny well i'm sure everyone out there can't wait either i'm really yeah excited for it to come out um let me see if there's any um I talked a tiny bit about this. Like, how do you blow off steam or find light? Like when you're like, where do you get your joy from? Um, yeah. So guitar therapy, <laughs> going outside. I know. Yeah. Going outside. Um, thankfully I live in a part of town where like it's pretty walkable and just really nice. It's really nice. <sighs> yeah. Those are like the main things. Um, yeah. And how do I, how else do I find joy? Lexapro. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, listen, I'm on. I went on trazodone because I couldn't Ooh. sleep. Oh, how did that work out for you? Great. Good. It has it has a little bit of a um, mood booster to it because yeah. it's, I forget what it's it. I forgot too. I forget what the class is, but um, my intention is to go off of it when I I don't know when things get better feel better yeah. so yeah good um you know. i uh have you ever heard of trazodone no <laughs> so trazodone can create priapism which is oh. <laughs> an, an, an erection that doesn't go away <laughs> yeah it's not just an erection it's an erection that does not go away <laughs> oh man you have to seek emergent medical attention yeah, so I gave it to a patient once, and he he had to go to the hospital because he had a he had a really really situation, you know. Oh no! 
<laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Why lady parts are hurting? I wonder. Yeah, I know. I know. I mean, I wonder if there's like an equivalent for for uh, lady you know, parts. What would it do? I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I guess if it engorges the penis and engorges the engor- vagina, yeah. I don't know. Vagina. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, don't whoever's know. listening, just look it up and let us know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I learned something new. There you go. Yeah, tries a bone. Yeah. Okay, I take a pretty low dose. So, but <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, good. I mean, and you don't have the 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 the, the you know the 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 parts that would would remain erect for too yeah exactly too long. Oh, man, that would really suck. If that happened too, I know. I'm sure yeah, they have to go to the ER and get it drained. I know you have to like poke it a bunch and pull out all really? the blood. Really? Is that how it works? Yeah, it's. Where do you go? Like in a vein? On a vein, I guess. I think so because, but then you have multiple veins in your shaft, right? right so I then guess. I think yeah. they go in and and. Oh, yeah. It's not fun. Anybody who's had it that done, you should email me and let me know. Or email Al. And anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be, it'll be a, a little story <laughs> highlight on either your account or mine. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, <laughs> do, you, do, you, <laughs> do you have any last closing thoughts for the show? Or do you want to get anything off your chest that you haven't had the opportunity to... Um, We've been talking for about an hour. Oh man! Wow. Yeah. Um, I am no. This is this has been great. I'm so thankful that you wanted to have me on. Oh well, I just um, I want to say I'm a huge fan. I love your account. Everybody out there, go follow Al Saria yeah. um, on his account, which is at the ICU Merce on Instagram. You do have a YouTube channel with that, but I there's I yeah there's nothing like, there except for two videos yeah yeah I should I don't know maybe I'll create some content for that eh, yeah I don't know. um and then yeah he yeah he's got a great account super Thank cool you. guy and um yeah I'll just um close this out and say stay safe and stay sane and we'll see you on the next one. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Oh my God, that was so fun. Thanks so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and leave an honest review on whatever platform you are listening. Also, feel free to share this with your nursing colleagues. If you'd like to email me, you can do so at founddownpodcast at gmail.com. Feel free to send in any stories. Just make sure they're HIPAA compliant. Also, you can follow the podcast on Instagram at founddownpodcast. We'll see you on the next one.